it's the Hole in My Heart podcast with Matt and Lori Krieg. And uh, holy hate, Batman, I guess. <laughs> it, uh, is that sacrilegious to say? I don't know. Holy hate. Holy I mean, hate. Holy hate. My two-year-old says, holy cats. It's nine o'clock. She says holy cats a lot yeah. because I say holy cats because mm-hmm. it's 1921. <laughs> anyway, I'm Lori. Here's Matt. Here's Steve. Hello. We're so glad you guys decided to come back and uh, listen to what happens on here, which who knows. <laughs> um, but we are talking about, is it possible to have holy hatred for people? Um, and we're going to be wrestling through that. What's the difference between righteous and unrighteous anger? As we talked about in the last podcast, I like did a quick you know, Google search and I couldn't find much. So we're going to be talking about that. And then um, with all of these people that we can other and, and treat as different, what is a way that we can stop the madness? Hmm. What is a way that we can be one? And I'm going to be walking through some of what I wrote and why I can't hate people anymore, that blog, and um, just hear from Matt and from Steve on their thoughts on it as well. So let's first talk about that. Is it possible to hate people with a holy hate? Crickets. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a sound effect? I could find one, yeah. Okay. Let's play that <laughs> okay. in or, the next 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, easier. What's the difference between righteous and unrighteous anger? Like, just characteristics of it. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, with that righteous anger, there, I mean, there's it's like a protection of the image of God in other people. Yeah. Whereas unrighteous anger is like a protection of something that I perceive should be mine, whether it's power, whether it's influence, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, whatever comfort. Mm. And, and I think the, the focal point of the anger, whether it's the anger benefits you or benefits, well, the kingdom of God and the other person, this image bearer of God mm. is, is kind of that, the crux of the issue. And so I don't think it's ever holy to hate a person, mm-hmm. but there are things that, like behaviors and, and, and stuff like that, that it's probably okay to, to have a little indignation about. Mm. Because of a love for a person, like genuine love. Cause then now I'm like, Oh man, are we dancing around the like, hate? don't hate the person, but hate the sin. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. That's that'll get some emails. I think of, were you, I'm sorry. No, still, go for it. Yeah. Um, going to really oversimplify this. Yeah. Uh, in the matrix. There you go. Mm-hmm. Always applicable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're when you're inside the matrix, yeah. everybody else that you're seeing around you is somebody who's like plugged in right. to this, you know, evil machine. Right. And so the war is not against those people. You're trying yeah. to actually set them free. You're going yeah. in there mm-hmm. trying to, you know, get them to unplug from right. it. But the war is against this machine, this system, right. you know, that uh, everybody is plugged into. You want to mm-hmm. get them set yeah. free and you want to at the same time kind of fight against this system. So, you know, I mean, yeah. I don't Specifically know. Specifically Hugo Weaving. <laughs> exactly. Agent Smith. Agent Smith. That was too much for me. Sorry. What was that? Is that his name? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that, the that's the, that's oh, the that's, actor okay. who plays Agent Smith. Good old Mr. Hugo. Anderson. Yeah. That was perfect. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> Actually, can I take the forgetting pill now? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> the can blue we, pill. Can we all? <laughs> and we can edit that welcome out, to maybe. the Hole in My Heart podcast. Uh, <laughs> that was not goofball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, that's really good. I think I can feel that when Matt and I are in some sort of we'll call it a fight. Uh, and I'm just like, Oh, he's wrong. Mm. And then, um, 
I don't know. I'll, the Holy Spirit will remind me of our fight is not against flesh and blood. And I'm like, but it is. And then hmm. I'm like, there's no way that that tr- that verse is either true or it's not true. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm choosing to believe it's true. So then what can I be angry at right now? And I'm like, Satan, he's trying to split us apart. And then all of a sudden my anger gets directed at the enemy. And so then I'm like, okay, this is not a matter of like, are we going to make it? am I going to murder him slash he me? (laughs) But it's like, how, how can we get through this and keep our eyes on the real enemy here? So, yeah, I think there's, that's maybe some of the righteous and unrighteous anger. It's Mm kind of like, where are my eyes focused? Is it on the person or is it on the battle in the battlefield, which um, there's really only two sides. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to come back to this conversation, um, but we're going to take a little breather here on Goofball Island. Wait for it. Hey. <laughs> I love it so much. It's going to get old so fast. It is. And everyone's going to be like, Anna, let me turn it down. Hang yeah. on a second. Okay. I'm good now. Skip um, forward 10 seconds. Yeah, right. Eventually, eventually it'll just be reduced down to a little boing and yeah. then we're into it. I know. Yeah. We just, we need the music in the mm-hmm. right now. Okay. So we're going to talk for just a minute. Take a little breath. Um, and we're going to talk about, okay, if you were in a second life or a second life of a second life, Dwight. <laughs> Sorry. Dwight K. Schrute. Dwight K. Schrute. There's a little office shout out. Hey, we know more shows than just Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Look at us, guys. Way to go. And Star Wars. Hey, and Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, and the Matrix. And the Matrix. Man, they are piling up. <laughs> what are... is it for Dwight Schrute? It's um, Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. Bears, Beats. Yes. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> well done. Well done. Oh, my word. I need a t-shirt of that. Okay. So I am trying to remember the start of this. Um, so if you were to have a second life, just a regular old second life, or if you were still you and you were not doing the career you are, what might you be doing? What's like maybe your other dream job? Steve is a DJ and he's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm in radio. Mm-hmm. And is that not the right term? Did I just call you the wrong thing? No, DJ? it's fine. Oh, okay. You can call me a DJ. What is it? What I'm is not it called? In, I'm not in some club, though. Don't expect me to be, you know, <laughs> like scratching Wicca Wicca. Right, exactly. <laughs> you don't deal with a lot of discs anymore. That's true. An MP3J? The, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's the proper term? Uh, yes. The discs You're othering are, me right now. <laughs> the discs are virtual. They're still yes. just as much. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I ended up here, I think, because I was thinking like film and TV. Oh, yeah. And all kinds of circumstances that I'm not going to go into that mm-hmm. didn't pan out. But okay. but yeah, I think when I was a kid, you know, I saw myself as like, you know, I'm the next Spielberg people. Oh, so like yeah. producer, right. producer, right. Steve. I mean, maybe if I got to start out, you know, in front of the camera. Yeah. That's okay. If that's uh, my path. So you were going to be an actor? Yeah. <gasps> oh, man. Did you do a lot of like musical theater and all that? Um, yeah. He was really into Hamilton. We no, that. I want to hear the answer. True. I I, uh, I tried to steer clear of the singing and dancing as okay. much as I could. But that was your problem. The, exactly. I yep. mean, you I was not. Been, <laughs> I was not as big enough ham. I I, I consider myself more too serious for that. Oh, okay. So. Are you a method actor? Yes. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis. That's right. Yes. I actually know that one. Good there job, go. me. Yeah. Um, okay, so you would How have about been. You? <laughs> you would have been Spielberg. Uh, I think I I think I would have been probably like a professor at a university or something, or just. So there's a couple times right when Matt and I had broken up, and that's what I was planning on doing. I was applying to schools and stuff like that. Um, but then God had a different plan, 
Or even before that, I was a newspaper reporter and I could see myself doing that. And maybe again in front of a camera. Mm. That's just all of our deal. We're just... <laughs> want to be famous or Maybe. something is that a problem i don't know i think we're fine <laughs> you know i think we're fine I'd, thanks yes. steve mm-hmm. i feel better so now. does that mean i have to somehow make myself in front of a camera yes matt so. <laughs> if you want to feel a part of this group i'm gonna stop <laughs> now because people can actually feel bad okay go ahead yeah no i think i i always had a love of animals and especially of the ocean. And so I, growing up, I, for a while, I thought I was going to be a marine biologist. Mm. And so camera version, Jeff Corwin, PBS, How do you Ocean know Mysteries. Wow. Or Steve Irwin. I was thinking Steve Irwin. Steve yeah. Irwin. Even use any yeah. smartphone or anything. That's just his Jack brain. Hanna. I'm, I know I'm that just, one. I'm just going all animals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the wild crats. Let's, let's go that route. <laughs> Who was the old Mutual of Omaha guy? Now I'm dating myself. I don't know, oh, Steve. Man. He was Sorry. old. There may be one person who listens to this podcast They're, that will be able to write in and tell me the answer. <laughs> They're like, yes, I finally. <laughs> I'm going to resist trying to Wikipedia this. Okay. Yeah. I can't think of the Omaha, guy. I think of stakes in the Little League World Series. Mutual so. of Omaha is an insurance company. I, but, I, I do know. And that. they sponsored this, you know, nature TV show. It was just, it was the Mutual of Omaha. I can't even remember. Wild kingdom something i can't remember i can't wait to find the answer on <laughs> podcast at himhministries.com hey there you go so you would have been a marine biologist mm-hmm. i could see that or like a park ranger i feel like you kind of have like a park ranger face and <laughs> like a hat What's a park and a ranger horse. face Dude, can you see it yeah you do you totally do with some like Is good it? dungarees and the shirt. A nice flappy yes. shirt that the can like let flannel. the flannel. Lots yeah. of pockets. Or like a fishing shirt. Lots yeah. of pockets. Lots of pockets. Tons of pockets. Oh, cargo of shorts are my jam. Knives there you everywhere. Go. Knives everywhere. <laughs> okay. So I, I am picturing Ron Swanson now. Yeah. Okay. But huh. you're, that makes sense. You're a little more of a svelte Ron Swanson, although he is quite the dapper fellow. Mm. Oh, yeah, we're doing a serious podcast still, too. Hey, uh, so thank you for joining us on Goofball Island, the time when we just take a little break from the reality of life and talk about strange things like Matt's dungarees. (laughs) Why is that word so funny? It is. (laughs) Okay, here we are going back to talking about hatred. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. Um, So I was looking at the internet and my own heart and I was finding myself as I was on said internet and watching TV and I was like, man, those people. And I was actually watching, um, well, it's going to get real serious, but just some of the stuff that was in Charlottesville and just some of like the neo-Nazis. And I just felt like this venom, like run through my blood. And I was like, this is not okay, which it wasn't okay. But I was not feeling like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, like anger at the battle that we're in. I was angry at these people. Um, and then I started reading some more about them and um, specifically like what they were saying And what they were chanting was, you will not replace us. And I was like, whoa, like my core need alarm just went (laughs) off. And I was like, you will not replace us. What's what's the inverse of that? Like, I want to belong. (laughs) Mm. Like, I want to be a part of what's going on here. You can't kick me out. I don't want to be isolated. And I was like, oh, my word. These are just little boys who have been wounded. And granted, 
are they sinning? Yeah. But like all of a sudden, the I just like literally I was picturing myself wringing their necks. That's like how angry I was. I'm like, this is so evil. But I was like their hatred. I was hating them back. I'm picturing literally murdering these people. But all of a sudden when I could imagine their hearts, like the, the strength in my hands like disappeared. And I was like, oh, okay, they have hearts too. And they're just like lost little boys who are like, don't take my country. Don't take this away. Again, it's sin. It's bad. But these are people who are caught up in this and they're freaking out. And the only way they think they can do it is, is like what we talked about is like yell louder so that they don't have to feel this like pain in their heart. And I just was like, undone. <laughs> I just couldn't hate anymore. Um, and then I, I had something similar happen where people were cruel to me online. And again, just like the venom, like just dripping off the screen. And and it was in a different voice. It was like in the name of Jesus and a sister, like a real sister of mine. um, She's like, Lori, they're taking God's name in vain. And I was like, they are like, cause you know how, like when people say things and like paint Jesus all over it, you're like, maybe they're right. I don't know. Am I the worst person on the planet? I guess I am. But then I was like, no, they're doing this. Um, and so I, for some reason with the neo-Nazis, because it was so blatant, like you will not replace us. Like I could actually remove my hatred more quickly than I could the people who were mean directly to me. Um, so I had to write this blog. So um, you guys read it. What did mm-hmm. you think about that process that I did or what stood out to you? Well, what occurs to me from reading the blog, but also just listening to you right now, um, I'm like, oh, that's what Jesus did when he was here. The Bible says he looked on the people with compassion. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was seeing yes. what you were able to see yes. about those guys. hearts. Yes. You know, and just. You know, these people were sinning. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't as kind of vitriolic as what you're right. describing. Right. But Jesus could see, can see all of our sin. Yeah. And yet he sees the core need yep. that's kind of below that behavior and yep. what's driving that. And yep. that compassion, I think, is what you were able to yes. you know, arrive at. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's something that, you know, once you can identify that core need. Um, and, and I think this is the part of your blog that I really liked was it, it gives so much understanding. You know, when we see a behavior, it can be this other thing that we're like, I don't, I don't get why you would do that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get why you would go to this rally or, or post this online or say that mm-hmm. or do, but when you can kind of identify the need mm-hmm. that they're searching for, yeah. it becomes something that we're intimately familiar with the yeah. need to belong and need to be affirmed and need for safety. You know, and and the anger that we feel typically comes out of one of two places. You talked about one of them last week on the podcast, that kind of thing that we see in ourselves. Mm. If we see it in other people, we're quick to to kind of lash out at it. You know, but the other thing is this this lack of understanding. You know, mm. we're fearful of that which we don't understand, of that which we don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, at the core of us, our fears is typically the unknown. Mm-hmm. And if we can start to understand you know, the hearts of other people, even if we're like, wow, that's not the avenue you should go about by meeting that need. You can start to have that, you know, more compassion because all of a sudden this unknown, angry, faceless mob, as Lori puts it, becomes a bunch of, well, scared little 
boys yep. that don't know better how to to ask or to you know to to protect the need that they have to be valued. Which totally ties into our mutual conviction of the last podcast when we're all like, this is who I isolate and we're talking about each other in this room. <laughs> and we're all like sitting here like, oh, I f-, like we felt like I, th- I think that was like holy conviction and also like good shame, you know, right. that it talks about in Jeremiah, like, oh, my word, like that is not OK. Like you guys are people and that doesn't negate sin of the sin of laziness, the sin of lust, the sin, whatever. But like mm-hmm. it, we're like, oh, you're humans. And man, it's all like epiphany right now. But it's like all of a sudden we saw, oh, it, yeah, we can move into sin, but you're not the sin that you lean toward. Like you're a person. And all of a sudden the battle, what we talked about at the beginning of this podcast of like this, ang- this anger, what's righteous anger versus unrighteous anger. All of a sudden we're all on the same side fighting the enemy. Mm-hmm. We're not fighting each other, which that what I, is what I think the enemy is trying to do right now. We're looking at each other like, man, no, you're the bad one. No, you're worse. No, you're worse. Triple dislike, angry, <laughs> angry face. And really, and like Satan's like, I don't care who you hate. You just hate each other. I win. Yeah. And um, that is not how, um, anytime I think we hate each other, like the enemy's winning and, and Jesus is grieving from what I can see. So I'm just going to blitz through um, the blog in case you didn't read it or you don't like reading or you just want to listen. That's fine. Or you can't read. So yeah, I, I'm just going to talk about it and just like some of that process. And then um, we'll move to the question of the week and we'll see you next week. So I had some people say things to me, which were essentially, Lori, all this movement to try and let people wrestle with things inside the church is horrible. I don't like that at all. And I just like, in fact, you're sinning, you're the worst sinner. And I was just like, I don't know how to process this right now. It was just like too much. And I wanted to react and respond. Um, but then I, I just thought, I'm like, okay, what are their words telling me? I don't know. I had no idea what their core need was. All I heard was words. And I was like, okay, they're saying you're making the church a terrible place filled with terrible, unrepentant sinners. And I actually started with a Tim Keller thing because um, Tim Surprise. Keller is, <laughs> I, I've said this, I have a Tim Keller idol. I just (laughs) need to confess it every time I'm here. Um, But he talks about some of the main idols that we run to are power, approval, comfort, and control. And I guessed it was um, control because my desire to like let people be messy, we talk about that on this podcast, is messing with their feeling of safety and control in the church. Like if I don't control who's in here, like who are engaging the type of sins I like, then God's not in control, which is really doing what? Like I'm God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm the one who controls it. And um, so I just, I could name that. And then I was like, okay, what might be underneath that desire to control? And I'm just, I named it slowly, but I was like safety. If I'm out of control, I don't feel safe Mm -hmm. here. And so when I was able to see that, I turned it on my own heart. And I was like, Lori, when have you ever felt out of control? You felt like you had to control it. And you were just like, I am in charge of my own safety. And I got super convicted. Um, like Matt, you mentioned with parents being someone you wrestle with on the last podcast. Um, I am a parent. And when my little kids are out of line, 
I have like yelled and I am not a yeller and they're a little and real cute. <laughs> like they shouldn't be yelled at. <laughs> but when I have, I have the plan for just our day, not even their life yet. And I'm like, I have our plan. And when they get out of line, I freak out. So then I run to my control idol because my core need of safety, I'm not resting in God. I'm resting in Lori, Lori's ability to control the situation. And I keep yelling about it. And the only one who is looking like a fool is me and my kids are crying and I end up in timeout. So as I was writing that, I was like, oh my word, I'm just like them. When things are out of control, I start yelling. And I wonder if that, I'm sitting here thinking this now, if that's even like the neo-Nazis. It's like they're feeling out of control, their country's out of control, and they start yelling. And so suddenly... It's the line in the sand is not me versus you. It's like all of us versus the enemy. And so how can we help remove these barriers so that we can fight the right enemy? So, whoo. <laughs> all right. <laughs> A lot more to, to go down. Um, really fun talking about this with you guys. It's fun leaning into the kingdom here. Yeah. So our question of the week this week is actually going to be about support structures. We are interviewing our mentor and friend and the chairman of the board of Hole in My Heart Ministries, Pastor Dave Beelan, next week. And I'm going to ask him, he doesn't know this yet, so hi, Dave. <laughs> um, we're going to be asking him about pillar people, pillar, so people in his life and um that really set him up for success. Like mm -hmm. he has been at the same church doing pretty much the same job for like 32 years and it's multi-site, multi-ethnic. And he is not someone who lives frantically. And I feel like in 2017, that's rare to find. He has like a book on his shelf called the contemplative pastor. And I'm like, that is him. Hmm. And so I know because we meet with him quite often, um, it's a lot due to the people he puts in his life. So Listeners, we would love to hear who are some people in your life that are just like your pillars who help to set you up for success. We'd love to dialogue with you about that. And we'll um, be talking about that next week. Also, as always, we just love to hear from you. What do you think about the podcast? Um, what are some questions you have for Matt and I, for Steve, or just like about sexuality or Christianity or whatever? You can email us at podcast at himhministries.com. We can keep it confidential. We won't say your name, but we'd just love to hear from you. Um, subscribe, drop us a review, let us know what you think, and thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Hole in My Heart podcast. The gospel is good news for everybody, every day. Learn more at himhministries.com. Company that pays. <laughs>